Welcome to Elevate, the podcast where we dissect exceptional achievers who are consistently raising the bar personally and professionally to produce extraordinary results in investment real estate and ultimately in their lives. Now here's your host, Tyler Chesser. Elevate Nation, welcome back. This is Tyler Chesser. I'm so thankful to have you here. And I want to welcome you back because this is a show where we are you know, identifying and applying how the best of the best raise the bar professionally and personally to achieve greatness in real estate and beyond. And this is ultimately a masterclass because we sit with masters every single week and we, there's no doubt about it, we have a master with us today. And this is for leaders who are looking to achieve uncommon results and purposeful outcomes through real estate investing and ultimately in their lives. If you appreciate what we're doing, we would appreciate if you subscribe, you gave us a rating and a review because, you know, it really helps us reach our mission to more people. Ultimately, there are millions and millions of people out there who are just plugging it in, man. They're just, you know, tolerating their life. And we want to give them the opportunity of achieving fulfillment to give back and, and do, you know, what they were ultimately meant to do. And, and that's what Elevate's all about. And so I want to welcome Vikram Raya to the show. Vikram, how are you doing, my friend? I'm doing awesome, brother. How are you? Man, I'm doing wonderful. Are you serious? We're talking about elevating. I mean, we, uh, the first time I met Vikram, you know, was earlier this year. And ultimately, our conversation was exactly what we're going to talk about today on Elevate. So we were just talking before we started recording. It's like, this is you, man. This is you. There's no need to do any no 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 need to do any extra preparation because you know this is who Vikram is. And I want to introduce you to him. Uh, Doctor Vic is committed to the idea of helping elevate those around him. How how fitting. This is not (laughs) this is not meant to be just for this show. This is just who he is. And whether it is patients who want to reverse disease, foster health, and achieve ultimate wellness, or investors who want to gain independence, diversify their incomes, and realize their financial dreams. In 2015, he co-founded and is the principal of Viking Capital Investments, a multifamily investment company that currently has $250 million of assets under management, controls over 2,500 units nationwide, and created about 20 million in equity for its investors. As a real estate investor, he has raised over 30 million in private equity with a focus on strategic acquisitions, asset management, and helping physicians around the country achieve wealth and diversify their income. Viking Capital has been involved in 12 multifamily acquisitions in Dallas, Austin, and Atlanta. He has received Multifamily Investor of the Year Award in Boston, as well as the prestigious Outstanding 50 Asian Americans in Business Award on Wall Street. With a strong philanthropic drive, Vikram and his wife Ramona focus on empowerment of girls in developing countries by partnering with Girl Rising and Global India Fund. He is a loving father of two amazing boys, Veer and Arman. Vikram is an athlete and has competed in several Tough Mudders, Spartan obstacle course races, and is training in Muay Thai kickboxing and is, is an avid traveler and adventurer. And I know that this is really just the beginning of Vikram. And so, Vic, thank you so much for being here again, man. Tell us, who is Vikram behind the bio? Tell us about more about you as a man. Tyler, uh, thanks for having me. I, you know, uh, we share some of the same friends and uh, same mentors. And again, everyone speaks so highly of, of your mission to elevate not only you, but all those people who, you, who you're inspiring who are listening to this podcast. So again, I'm grateful and honored to be on this podcast, and I want to serve uh, uh, your listeners. Uh, first, I want to tell you that anything that I've done, it's because I've had a team. I've had people who inspire me, 
it took a lot of blood, sweat, and tears to do some of the things we've done. But you know what? We had a mission. We had a uh, we had a calling. It, it was more than just uh, dollar signs. It was more than just you know uh, resume fillers. It was really like, hey, how do we how do we disrupt uh, real estate? How do we disrupt healthcare? How do we how are we going to disrupt our own mediocrity? You know, and that's what we're talking about. So you're talking about a team and you've been able to kind of build a team, you know, obviously through Viking Capital, also with your family and the philanthropic sort of endeavors that you put forth. So tell me more about that. And, and also, I want to know more about that kind of, it seems like really you're talking about a mission, a mission of disrupting healthcare, of disrupting, you know, how people control their finances and disrupting how they really live their life. So tell me more about that. I mean, uh, how did you develop your team? And then also, how are you disrupting these different industries? So, uh, you know, if you had told me back, way back that, you know, I'd be doing, you know, all what I'm doing right now, I'd be like, yeah, you're, you're full of it, man. You're full of crap. There's no way. Uh, but it's really, uh, it, it, you know, things happen for a reason. And so um, I'd have to actually... Uh, take my, my hat off to my wife. So when I was working as a cardiologist in my, in my clinic, um, she would always talk about, you know, Oh yeah, you should uh, meet this guy. I met at work. His name is Ravi Gupta. And I'm like, Oh yeah, cool. Okay. And I, I would just ignore her. And then, um, we both went, uh, I would, I would pick up my kid at, at, at the daycare and I noticed, um, there, he, this guy, Ravi Gupta was picking up his kid at the daycare. I'm like, oh, okay, maybe it's a coincidence, whatever. Nice guy. But, you know, I'm so busy doing what, what I need to do. And then um, we talked about, uh, you know, doing uh, real estate. I was like, yeah, I, I want to sort of dabble in real estate. And this guy, Ravi Gupta, started dabbling in real estate. And then finally get, got to the point where I heard, like, I, I did a Tough mutter, And I found out this kid, this kid did a Tough mutter. I'm like, dude, this guy's copying me. What's going on here? And then finally we met. And then it was like, you know, my heart went pitter-patter. I'm like, dude, this, this, is, this is my boy. This, is, this guy is doing everything I, I want to do. And so... Uh, we formed a partnership. We formed a team. We formed our company, Viking Capital. Uh, his background is in medicine, and my background is in medicine. And but we really had a passion to say, hey, how do we get these people, not just doctors, but anyone, to retire earlier, invest wiser, and realize that the stock market is not the only option to make money? And so we built this company, and uh, you know, uh, we've got to the point where now we have, I think, almost three hundred million dollars uh, of assets under management, and. Uh, uh, we we have two two deals that we're taking down, um, one in in, a, in in the next thirty days, another one in December, and so uh, it's just grown. Um, and but the thing is, like you like you were talking about back to, back to the team, um, Tyler. I think to get to where you want to go, you need a team. And to be honest with you, real estate, especially multifamily, is a team sport. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it is a very challenging business, but if you have the right team, you can really elevate as we're talking about. So I want to know a little bit more about, you know, Vikram. You know, one thing that that I always think about and that always fascinates me is when was that moment or was there a moment in your life that you really drew a line in the sand and said, "You know what? I'm not living a common life. I'm going to do whatever it takes to live an uncommon life." Was there a moment or was it a process that got you to that point, Vikram? Uh, Tyler, I was, you know, I, you know, going down the traditional route, my whole goal was like, I want to be a doctor. I want to be a doctor, you know? And then, and I got there and I was like, is this all there is? You know, it was sort of like, and that's when I started going into self-development and, you know, I'm a big Tony Robbins fan as you, as you are. And as many of our, our, our listeners are as well. And that really 
taught me about like, you know, what's, what else is out there? What else can I achieve? How else can I help? How else can I serve? And, and I was, I'm, I'm big into books. And so some of the pivotal books that really inspired me have been like, you know, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Um, and, you know, everyone knows about Rich Dad, Poor Dad, the initial book, but Robert Kiyosaki actually produced two more books after that, which were much more pivotal for me. And it was uh, Rich Dad's Guide to Investing and, uh, and then Cashflow Quadrant. And those two books thought, oh my God, uh, people on the, and the, the quadrant was really like, you know, there's a left side of the quadrant and the right side of the quadrant and 90% of the people on the left side and they make 10% of the money. And 10% of the people on the right side and they make 90% of the money. And I was like, I want to go on the other side. So how do I do that? And so, um, you know, it's all been a, a journey to learn and upgrade and up level and challenge myself and learn more and, uh, and grow and, and, and acquire these skill sets in order to make life better for myself, my family, and then also start doing things beyond ourselves. Like, uh, you know, all these charitable things we're starting to do, you need money how do you get the money? You got to earn more than you make. And then you got to help others too. And so the reason why we've been so successful as Viking Capital is because uh, our investors do really well. And so they come back. So I, I was struggling just to raise like $200,000. There's this quote that says, you, uh, you go to your, uh, you know, you go to your limits and then your limits expand. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I've repeatedly go to my limits whether that's competing in this like tough mudder race where I'm like, I'm not in shape. I can't do this tough mudder race. Well, I need to train and you train because you know, it's a very hardcore race and people actually die in these races sometimes. And so I'm like, I got to take it seriously. Mm -hmm. And so I pushed myself to my limits and lo and behold, my limits did expand. And so that same principle happens with anything else. Like uh, I, I, I needed to learn how to raise capital. That's not something we get taught in medical school. You know, <laughs> you get taught, Hey, you know, this is anatomy, this is physiology, but as a real estate investor, I needed to raise capital for these projects. And so um, I didn't have my own capital when I first got started. And so we first learned, Hey man, I, I have to raise 200,000, 300,000 was a really big deal at that time. And now just a couple of short years, years later, I, I, I send an email blast and we raised 4 million in 48 hours. It's amazing. And so it, it's about developing trust. It's about saying, doing what you, doing what you, uh, doing what you say and saying what you do. Right. And it's like, it's like honoring obligations and, and then really having that, that big purpose. But yeah, back to what, what I was saying about these books, they really drove me and challenged me. And, um, you know, I'm constantly feeding my brain and my mind with all these things. Like I'm listening to YouTube videos on motivation. I'm audiobooks in my car. I go to conferences and seminars and literally like I'm saturating my brain with positive messaging, uh, skill sets, um, you know, and, and, and a mentorship. And, and that allows you to then grow to that next level. This is exactly why you're the perfect person to be on this conversation, because it is all about developing yourself to a point where then you can expand and you can, you know, you reach your limits and then you expand beyond them. Right. And that's the, that's the biggest thing that I never recognized going into this business is that it was going to require me to test my own limits. Right. Was going to requ require me to expand those limits. And, you know, it, it is so interesting that just a book, it, you know, even as simple as, you know, like the cash flow quadrant, like Robert Kiyosaki talked about, to just be able to identify, like, where are you in that cash flow quadrant? Are you an employee? You know, because if you are, you know, perhaps you, maybe you have a high salary as many physicians do. However, 
you know, are you keeping that, you know, what tax rate are you in due to that? And, you know, are you just trading your time for money? And do you have any other sort of, you know, opportunity to leverage your own resources? And so kind of moving through that quadrant is like, a, it, it's a simple shift to many who have read that book. But as you look back and say, wow, you know, just a simple shift was, you know, able to take me from here to there. And, you know, obviously, you know, continue like someone like yourself, I think this is a great takeaway for Elevate Nation is to say, you know, Vikram has achieved a great level of success. However, he's still not satisfied. And I think one of the reasons it seems to be, and you know, this is from my own observations of you, Vic, is just, you know, that you're, you're seeking to serve a higher purpose than just yourself. You know, obviously, you're serving your investors, you're serving your partners, you're serving your team members, which you've built a great team, as, as you mentioned earlier. But you're also serving charity, you're serving a higher purpose just rather than just profit. So I think it's a great reminder to say, you know what, once you reach your, your goals financially and once you reach, you know, sort of the things that you want to become internally, you know, you can also expand beyond that. You can also expand beyond those limits. So I think it's such a great reminder. And, uh, you know, you really embody what Elevate Nation is all about. And so I really appreciate that. Um, so tell me about, I mean, what, I want to fast forward a little bit. In your business today, obviously you guys, you've got about 300 million under you know, under management right now, and you're raising $4 million in 48 hours, just an example. I mean, obviously, you've continued to raise the bar, you've continued to expand your own limits. So I'm curious to know, like, what have you been doing recently? What's one example of a new initiative that you've been able to raise the bar in your business and also in your personal life that also serves your business? You know, I want to go back to something that you said, Tyler, it's like, uh, we're talking about serving others. So the only reason I'm even deserve to be on your podcast is because tons of people poured their love, their education, their mentorship into me. So what I've started doing, to be honest with you, when you're saying fast forwarding, what I've noticed is I wasn't intentionally trying to be a coach or helping others, but there's a young guy that I'm coaching now. His name is Janaid and uh, he's hungry. He's hungry beyond belief, but it's so very raw. And he wants to like go to that financial ne next level destination he wants to be there for his wife and kids and he wants to do all these great things but the problem is he doesn't have uh sort of uh the focus or the direction and so i noticed i've started like indirectly sort of been his coach or mentor so i wanted to share with you some of the principles that i've sort of been sharing with him that i think may help others as well one of the things is i told him to join the 5 a.m club so getting up early folks is literally the one thing that will distinguish you from everyone around you. Uh, if you get up five, even 6 a.m., you literally bake in 60 minutes to two hours of time where you can hone your craft, you can meditate, you can get into the mindset, you can journal, you can uh, visualize the future that you want to happen but has not happened yet. Um, it's called creative visualization. It's been even used by astronauts. All these things that you've heard of, now you have a space a, 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 a place, a schedule that you can actually incorporate those. So that's number one, the 5 a.m. club, which is actually a very good book that Robin Sherman just wrote, which is phenomenal. Yes, it is. This, the, the second thing is health. So workouts, uh, um, I'm a beast at workouts, not because I really enjoy it. It's because it, it's, it's my Prozac. I'm literally depressed if I don't have a strong workout most days of the week. And it gives me energy. It gives me focus. It gives me confidence that, hey, look, uh, I did this right. What else can I get right during the day? You know, it's like it's my first victory. And um, I, I personally believe as a physician, as a doctor, as a biohacker, as a person who's trying to 
help people live like 20 years longer and ten, and feel 10 years younger consistently. That's what I do in my clinic in, uh, in DC. Um, uh, physical workouts, whether it's flexibility training, uh, high intensity, high intensity interval training, or a, a core resistance training, huge, um, nutrition supplements. Uh, I recommend a, a supplement called athletic greens. If you take this literally, you're going to be super Superman or superwoman for the rest of the day. It prevents you from getting sick. It has all the micronutrients and minerals and probiotics into sleep. I'm hacking my sleep. And so, um, I wear a sleep ring to see how much I sleep overnight. And so these are the things I'm teaching this young guy and he's starting to crush it now, you know? And so, uh, and obviously, you know, uh, listening to books and going to conferences and audios, those are all huge as well. Well, and the reason why, like many people are like, well, why are we talking about, you know, getting up early or why are we talking about visualization or why are we talking about workouts and nutrition and sleep? You know, we're, wait a minute, we're just trying to build a real estate portfolio. I mean, you know, but that really is the key. That's the core. And I've, that's also the thing that I've learned is that, you know, if you can get up, if you can beat the sun up, you know, beat the sun up, you're also beating your competition up because most people, you know, they want to live in that comfort. You know, they want to have that, you know, that satisfaction today. Um, but if you're willing to seek discomfort and continue to kind of reach your limits and then expand further, whether it's your health, whether it's your own kind of learning process, you know, if you're, you're seeking, you know, learning through books or through, you know, other mentorships and coaching is huge. And, um, you know, so I really appreciate you sharing that. And it's, it's really interesting to know that even just through just enhancing your sleep, you can even just show up at a higher level, you know, which ultimately then compounds. And this is all a compounding sort of effect. If you can do this on a day in and day out basis, that's when things really start to show up and the results really start to show. So I appreciate you saying that. So you're talking to me about a lot of the things that you're doing. I'd like to know some of the things that maybe you're not doing. Um, and, and what are you getting better at saying no at and, uh, or no to? And how are you doing that? Do you have a specific process as to how you decline certain opportunities? Yeah, yeah. I think you hit it on the head, Tyler. Uh, saying no is as powerful as saying yes. Um, I've learned to be more kind to myself. I think most of your listeners are like me. We're, we're called what we call strivers and drivers. We're type A where we want to, you know, we want to save the world and, 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 you know, and do it before the sun goes down. You know, um, you got to be compassionate with yourself, but you got to forgive yourself. You need days off. You need rest rejuvenation. Uh, going on a vacation with your family may be the best thing you've ever done because one, you realize what life's about. Two, you get to regenerate, recuperate, get love back in your life, get uh, gratitude, get forgiveness, all those things. And then when you come back to your real estate portfolio, boom, you're like four times as, as hung, hungry or, or you're like, you got you're like, as Grant Cordon says, you're 10x your, your, your mindset, you're ready to go. So having those periods of uh, refueling while then, then periods of intensity. Uh, I've noticed that's to be very helpful. I, I have to say no, because before I was like, go, 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 go. And there's no day off, you know, and no, you know, no downtime. And that made me very dull, to be honest with you. I was like, what's the point? What's, you know, what's the point of life? And now I, I, I enjoy my uh, time where I'm pushing and, and, and creating and, 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 and uh, elevating. But there's also periods where refueling is important. It's extremely important. And it's a great reminder, really, because like you said, I mean, everybody who's listening to this show is a striver and a driver and somebody who's looking to achieve uncommon results and build that uncommon life. 
but it's key to remember that, you know what, there are times where you really need to take time off. You need to go out and spend time with your family and smell the flowers and, you know, remember what's important because, you know, if you're just doing it for the work, you know, that, like you said, you kind of get, you become dull and you become boring and, it, and you start to lose vision for the purpose of what you're doing. So I appreciate you sharing that. What, um, you know, you talked a lot about habits already. I mean, your morning routine and just your habits for health um, as a medical practitioner. Um, obviously, you have such a, you know, insight in terms of how to create optimal health and how to create, you know, vitality. Um, but I'm curious to know beyond, beyond some of the things that we've talked about already, you know, what are some other habits that are key for your success? Yeah, let's, I want to make sure I honor all the real estate folks on, on the call. And so let's talk about that. Um, my mentors have always told me that uh, if you want to get deals done, you need to have habits uh, built into your business. And so those habits are, I get on the phone with brokers uh, at least two to three times a week. Um, oh, another big thing is I, I, I'm a big person in using gifts in a scientific way. And let me, let me give you some clarity. Any person I meet, I try to give them something. So like I'm at this conference, right? I'm at a real estate conference right now. Uh, I'm, I've been asked to speak and then I'm also just interacting and networking. Guess what I'm going to do when I go home? I'm going to get those business cards that I've, I've received and I'm going to go and, and send thank you notes to a lot of different people. I'll also find the, you know, I believe in the 80-20 world. 20% of the people you meet probably get you 80% of your results. Find those 20 business cards and really do something more dramatic with those people. But like, I will also send a, a, a PDF of my top 10 books that have influenced me in my life. And I'm sent as a gift to all these people. And they're going to remember me. I'm not going to be just one of the many. I'm going to, I'm going to be one, one of the vital few. Uh, and when we're talking, I, I referenced the brokers. Uh, real estate is a relationship business, as you know, Tyler. Uh, so it, it really is about um, uh, them knowing you, you knowing them, and, and you, them, them wanting to work with you. Because, look, they have a, a book of probably 20 to 30 buyers. Why are they going to work with you? You know, and so... Uh, by us, um, I, I give gifts. Uh, I, I I know their their kids' names. I, I I try to you know spend when I fly into town. I try to spend time with them. So those kind of uh, are key strategic habits. Yeah. Yeah, and it's all about going the extra mile. Again, I mean, this is kind of a somewhat of a theme of our conversation is be willing to go the extra mile with yourself, but also with others. Um, you know, showing that kind of standing out from the crowd because there's a lot of clutter out there. There's a lot of people. I mean you know, there's a lot of people who are trying to get into the business, right? Or there's a lot of people who are in the business that are perhaps, you know, falling behind of the competition. And this is a great example of why is because not everybody's willing to go the extra mile, not just what we talked about earlier in terms of your own self-development, but in terms of your own relationship development, your own network, um, your network, your net worth is your network in a lot of ways. And, and um, it's, a, it's a great reminder. Um, so what about uh, investments other than real estate? What's the most worthwhile investment that you've made uh, either in yourself or in your business in the past year? Oh, that's awesome. Good, great question. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I've, the funny answer is a hemp farm, but that's not the real answer. Love it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I have invested in a hemp farm because, uh, you know, I was trying to uh, assess and see the CBD uh, potential. but and it's possibly lucrative, but I don't know if, 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 if the CBD trend or hemp will be more like a crypto craze or will it will last. Uh, but in, re in reality, what's the best investment? 
Warren Buffett already said it. Investing in yourself is a 30x return. So how do I invest in myself? Well, um, I'm whatever I'm trying to do, either I can do a trial and error or I can get the best of the best in the world to show me how to do it in a quicker, faster, better way. So I pay for coaching. So I have a personal trainer who kicks my butt two or three times a day. Even though I worked out for 20 years on my own, it's nice to have him take me to that 10x level. Um, I paid to learn about meditation because I've been trying to, you know, fake it till you make it for almost five years and I wasn't doing very well. So I finally got a meditation strategy. Her name is uh, Emily Fletcher and I've, I'm following her Ziva meditation strategy and it's, it's really worked. And a lot of, you know, if you have anxiety, if you have stress, if you have depression, or if you have this just, just not joyous in general, try some form of meditation. Hers is a really good one. What else? Um, I, I wanted to be really good at real estate. Joe Fairless is one of my coaches. You know, it's nice to have Joe Fairless as your coach. He's one of the top multifamily syndicators in the country. Um, what else uh, uh, that I've done um, that uh, investments in? Um, I think sleep. I'm really starting to get into sleep more because, you know, I'm always trying to like sleep only four hours or five hours and try to get more done my day. But I noticed that if I sleep just a tad bit more and the quality of my sleep is better, I'm twice as productive you know, or three times as productive. Um, what else? I, I, I think technology. Uh, I'm a big Apple fan. So your iPhone, literally you can run a whole business out of your iPhone. Um, the AirPods, man, that's a, that's a game changer. It really changed my life. Uh, makes me so productive. Um, there's a book called The Productivity Planner. Um, it's by a company called, I think, Creative Change or Infinite Change. Um, it's on Amazon. And it helps me organize my day. And the cool thing is it only allows you to do five things in a day. You can't do more than five. There's only five slots. And, uh, you know, Brian Tracy says something about eat the ugliest frog first. Or eat the, you know, eat, your, eat the frog first. What that means is really there's an ugly, dirty, big task that you're procrastinating on. If you hit that task number one, it literally will make your whole day better. And literally that one task is worth like, like if that one task is worth a dollar, all the other tasks you do are usually worth like five cents or 10 cents. We always, it's easier to do the five or 10 cent task, but if you just did that huge task first, it would change your whole week, your month, or maybe even your year. And so that book sort of forces you to do all that. Yeah, that also reminds me of uh, what Gary Keller talked about in The One Thing. He said, well, what's the one thing you can do that would make everything else either easier or irrelevant? And yes. it's a great reminder because, you know, we do get overwhelmed with so many different tasks, but we say, well, how can we actually prioritize something that's actually going to make a big impact towards all of our outcomes? And that's another, that was a big distinction for me is like, sometimes you get busy in your work and it's like, well, what's my outcome? Can I get there in a different way? Can I actually work smarter, not harder? So I appreciate you sharing all that. And actually this, I know, I knew this was going to be a tough question for you because you are continually investing in yourself constantly but it's a great takeaway for elevate nation because you know you look at somebody like vic and it's like this is a guy who's really doing it. i mean he is rise rising above the competition on a daily basis and doing huge things but it's all about investing yourself i actually hadn't heard that stat before in terms of 30 times uh 30x return um if you invest in yourself by warren buffett that's a that's a huge takeaway i wasn't aware of that but i can see that it's 100 true it's been true for me as well uh, tell me about a failure what, what's something, because I mean, we're talking about, you know, you're, you're hitting home runs every time you step up to the plate. I mean, what, when have you struck out? I mean, tell us about that. Um, 
you know, I'm actually in the process of striking out right now. Uh, there is a clinic I've started called the Vitology Institute. And, uh, you know, patience is not one of my top suits. And I'm working on that. My wife reminds me constantly about that one. But look, uh, I, I firmly believe that whatever I touch turns to gold. And I think that's the same for you as the same for all your listeners. The problem is, here's the corollary to that, 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 that uh, thought process. You got to touch it long enough. So this clinic is one of my other passion projects I'm working on. It's a clinic that literally is, the goal is to disrupt healthcare. It's literally to help reverse disease. It's to elevate the health of humanity. That's like my goal. And how do I do that? I'm, I'm taking people through a journey, uh, uh, nutritional, fitness, technology, stem cell, you name it, it's all in the clinic. Um, but the problem is it, it's taking longer than I think to, to thrive. You know, my real estates, we're crushing it, but this is taking a little longer. And, you know, it, it gets me frustrated. But I know that um, some, there, there's, there's a timetable for everything in life. And I'm, I'm, I'm coming to terms with that. And so I know this will be successful because it's, it's good for me. It's good for the, my, uh, my patients, my clients. It's good for the, the planet. And so it will uh, thrive, but I just have to give it more TLC, more love and more nurturing. And if any of your clients are suffering from anything or, or, or struggling with anything in terms of, hey, how come it hasn't happened yet? Uh, there's, there's a really good quote, and it's probably a cliche, but I like to repeat it. God's del- delays are not God's denials. Mm-hmm. It's huge. And, you know, another thing that I learned recently on this, you know, because I've had to be patient in some endeavors that I've that I've taken on myself. And so I can completely um, appreciate what you're talking about. But, you know, it, it sometimes it's like, let's get curious about this. You know, perhaps there's something here that I need to, you know, I, I'm seeing that I, I'm my my commitment is being tested right now. And so how committed am I? Am I yeah. willing to be persistent? That was one of the big takeaways I had from you talked about earlier was think and grow rich. You know, it's like the people who actually make it are the ones who are persistent, the ones who get get up when they're knocked down. And, um, you know, even if it's taking longer than you expected, and most of us are impatient. You know, I had somebody ask me, would you rather have someone who's patient or impatient? And I thought about that and I said, probably impatient just because, you know, that's somebody who's going to make things happen. They're not willing to wait around, but also it's like, let's be patiently impatient at the same time. So, um, so I thought that was a, that was a really good um, thought, but, um, do you feel like that's going to set you up for later success or do you feel like you've already taken your, your key takeaways from that? Or do you feel like that's still in process? I think we all need to be uh, humbled. We all need to be shown that, you know, uh, there's still more to learn. And I think there's a reason that this is happening and unfolding in, in, in such a way. And um, I, I, I want to enjoy the process. It's not about just climbing to the one. There's two things. One, when you're climbing the mountain of success, make sure it's the right mountain. But number two, um, realize that the setbacks and things are preparing you for maybe even bigger mountains in the future. So uh, I'm excited about that journey. I'm excited about uh, the real estate journey. I'm excited about, um, you know, uh, hang out with people like you and, uh, and really just, uh, you know, helping everyone, uh, be more successful. Who are your role models? I would say Elon Musk. And the reason why that he is, is one, I love the fact that he's creating products that are, you know, disrupting or challenging the norm. Number two, he has fun doing it. I mean, who builds in like an Atari system into a car, you know? Um, he has a whoopee cushion, which my kids love to press, you know, in, in, the, in the Teslas. Um, number, I also, I'm a big uh, fan of David Goggins. 
David Goggins' book, uh, You Can't Hurt Me, is one of the most pivotal books I've ever read in my whole life. Especially the audio book, because, you know, it's his voice on there. Um, he is a man who's went through so much suffering in his life, especially childhood and other things. And he has persevered time, time and time again. And um, it's just, it's such a, it's such an inspirational message that I know I have nothing wrong compared to what he, he had going on, you know? And so uh, those are two of the, some of the biggest, biggest ones. Yeah. David Goggins has really stood out to me. I actually haven't read the book yet, but I've heard him on so many different podcasts and discussions. And I mean, you would talk about somebody with absolute mental fortitude that's really willing to stretch way beyond his limits or the limits that our mind sets for us. I mean, that's absolutely fascinating. And, and uh, I love the thought too of Elon Musk as a, as a role model, because who is thinking bigger than Elon Musk really? I mean, and who's having more fun? I mean, I love the I love the boring company with the uh, the flamethrowers. Yeah. I mean, that's that's <laughs> hilarious. Um, so, tell me about a goal that you're most proud of accomplishing within the past twelve months. Um, past twelve months, uh, a goal. Um, that's a good one. I mean, you've had so many. It's like the it's like the question earlier. I'm talking about you know. Tell me about your best investment in yourself, and you rattled off like twelve. Um, so obviously, you've got many, but I'm just curious. So. I guess what I'm the most proud of is, you know, we had this deal in, in real estate uh, that was our first, one of our first major deals where we were like, that, that's it. It was us and no one else. Uh, this is our project. And it was in Atlanta, South Atlanta. And we bought the 118 units ourselves. And then there was a, a junkie, a prop property right next door. And we're like, oh, man, that's just really bringing our, our value of our property down. But it was owned by like six different owners. It was a condo that got, that went bad, completely vacant, you know, and we're like, Oh man, that, that's a, that's a beast. That's too hairy for us. But, and then we ended up taking that on. We couldn't even bring in investors cause it was, it was a vacant. There's no cash flow. So wow. high risk. We took it down, uh, me and my partner and we, we, you know, scrounged up the funds to put it together and we uh, ended up being, uh, so that was 62 units. And then this was 118. We put the whole thing together. 180 units. Um, we bought it in 2016 for all in all 8.5, and we just sold it last month for 13.5. That's awesome. I so love it. Uh, that was that was a huge one. We learned so much uh, in that deal. It really uh, we sort of uh, sort of it made us uh, from boys to men, if you will. <laughs> uh, all the any, any mistakes we made, we learned from, and also the you know. The right things we did also, you know, obviously re were reaffirmed, but uh, that was a huge one. Um, what else? Just being a dad. Uh, you know, I have two amazing kids and uh, seeing them grow up. Uh, I'm, I'm just so proud of both of them. Um, my older one is going to become a black belt in Taekwondo. And, you know, wow. I used to, he's eight years old. So I used to, you know, like wrestle with them and stuff. And now the other day when I wrestled with him, like, I think he almost kicked my butt, you know? Wow. <laughs> so, you need another personal so, trainer, it sounds like. Yeah. So, you know, it's fun to see these kids grow up and really uh, embody some of the, the things you taught them. But then they also grow into their own things and they teach you things all the time. So, you know, being a dad has been one of the most proudest things I've ever had in my life, to be honest with you. So what are you, um, with that said, obviously, you're, you're proud of the progress, you know, as being a dad, as well as you know, your success in, in that particular deal, as well as many others. I'm curious to know, you know, what's one thing that you're really kind of stretching your limits on working towards right now? As far as um, a big goal. 
Yeah, the goal is, um, you know, everyone can really work hard and make money and different things. But is there a way where you can go away on vacation and your company still works for you? So what I'm looking into doing is figuring out how to structure both my companies, the uh, health and wellness company, Vitality Institute, as well as the Viking Capital, the real estate company, in where we're going to have people, structures, protocols, algorithms, and we're going to have people to where we're sort of more of uh, owners versus operators. And that's really my goal. And then I can work, become like, you know, work on a third company or a fourth company, but be more of a serial entrepreneur and, and, and go on that route. I think that's sort of the cool thing. And then the next thing is really, um, I want to start a foundation, uh, sort of a family foundation to help give back to different things. Um, uh, you know, there's just so many charities out there and so many projects we, we want to be part of. And so I'd like to um, start devoting some energy and time to a lot of that stuff. Yeah, I love the notion of being an owner versus an operator because so many of us get caught up in just operating our business or operating a real estate portfolio. But I've really got, I've been on the same wavelength of just developing systems and being able to step away and, you know, continue to leverage, you know, other people, give other people opportunities, leverage systems and technologies. Even the fact of thinking of algorithms and implementing that into your business is great. And also we have a duty, I think, as Elevate Nation is to really give back. I mean, because we're the ones who are, you know, we're stretching beyond our limits. Most people are too fearful to stretch anywhere close to their limits. And so we've got to be able to, you know what, we're just going to become the leaders and we're going to take the forefront of this and, and we've got to give back. So I love the thought of starting a foundation. Um, so, so thank you for everything you do. And I want to, I want to kind of transition now. Uh, just, so I've got, you know, one, one question then I want to roll into our, our rare air questionnaire, but I'd love to know what's the driving force behind what you do. If you had to wrap it all up in just one kind of concept, what's the driving force behind what you do? Uh, my goal is to improve others and serve the greater good. That's it. I just love if I find where if I meet you uh, at the bar and we're just chatting, I'll know I'll, I'll know about your business. I'll know about your story, and then my mind is constantly working on, hey, how do I uplevel this guy? What's the next thing he can do, or how can I help him? go where he needs to go. And I think that gives me joy because it's like, it's cool to like be a catalyst for other people's success. And so I really think at some point, maybe wearing the coaching hat will be the thing to do, you know? Um, so yeah, I'm excited about that, but that's, that's really what, what drives me. Well, I know you're doing that right this minute for thousands of people. So I, I really appreciate that and appreciate you. Um, so here, what we're going to do is we're going to transition into our rare air questionnaire and this is our rapid fire section. And this is like, look, you're climbing Mount Everest, theoretically. Most people gave up miles ago, way before it got cold, way before the air got rare. Um, but we didn't. And so we're going to continue to climb this mountain. We're going to continue to ascend the right mountain, as you so astutely mentioned earlier. Uh, but I'd love to know, I mean, we've talked about so many different books, um, you know, and I'm a huge book fanatic like you. Um, I'd love to know what's, what's the most impactful book you've ever read? unless it's one of the ones that we talked about today, maybe you can go to number two. Okay. Uh, let's see. There's so many good ones, but I, I like the one thing, uh, Gary Keller's the one thing was super impactful. It, it, the, that question literally will, will, will redefine your life. And um, I don't, uh, you know, we both have uh, a common uh, mentor and coach, uh, Trevor McGregor, who's a, you know, a complete badass, And, um, you know, uh, he, he mentioned, uh, I think there's a book related to it, but it's about, will the mate, will it make the boat go faster? Mm -hmm. And so, uh, it's a story about, the the British Olympic team 
in uh, 1996, and uh, you know they had just lost the the Olympic Games, and they were ready to go and get start training again for the Sydney Games in 2000. And it's about how the 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 guy, uh, the the trainer or the captain, of the team said, "Hey guys, this time we're not going to lose, and here's why: we're going to focus everything to the question of will it make the boat go faster." And I love that kind of question where you know, literally like whatever your primary question is in life for all your listeners, whatever that is for you guys, if you ask that, like if your goal is, Hey, uh, I want to be, uh, you know, the best school teacher in the, in, in my high school, you can say, Hey, will this make me the best school teacher? Or will this make me the best engineer? Or this is going to be the best real estate investor. If you keep asking everything through that one lens, your actions get filtered and, and, and sort of prioritized and you get to that goal exponentially faster and so uh, yeah so I, I think that book or that that story was very influential to me um i don't know if you can see this here if anybody's watching on youtube i literally have this piece of paper here right here primary question will this make the boat go faster it's literally on my desk there it is. so um there it is. It, it's amazing there it is. That, that gave me chills i mean to be honest with you because um you go brother man that's awesome Dude, so the the whole point behind that is like it's about, you know, focusing your efforts. You know, if you're if you you've got your one goal is this, you know, will this make your theoretical boat go faster? Whatever it is that you're looking to do. So, you know, developing that primary question in your life is extremely powerful. So, I appreciate you sharing that and and it really does go back to the one thing as you mentioned. It's like what's the one thing that we can do that'll make everything else, you know, either you know, vastly easier or irrelevant. So, uh, thank you for sharing that. So what's the biggest way that you elevate your life on a daily basis? We've talked about so many different ways that you're doing that. Obviously you're investing yourself in so many different ways, but what's the biggest way that you would say that you elevate your life on a daily basis? Yep. I, 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 I want to answer that, but I, I forgot the book, another book I wanted to teach, uh, give to your audiences, um, for negotiating and for understanding people. Uh, I read this book by an FBI hostage negotiator. It's called Never Split the Difference. So good. And uh, I think if everyone read that, their conversations with their friends, their family, their business clients, and especially when they're negotiating deals would, uh, would be phenomenally better. So uh, another book. But That book is how- worth millions of dollars. Honestly, yes. it really is. <laughs> it's amazing. Cool. So uh, tell me your question again. What was, what's, uh, what's the biggest way that you elevate your life on a daily basis? Elevate my life on the, um, I ask better questions. I ask better questions. Uh, uh, instead of like, Hey, do I get to, uh, do I have to do this? It's more like, do I get to, or mm-hmm. what's the most miraculous thing about my life right now? Or, you know, why do I, even, uh, you know, how, how amazing is it that I was, I'm allowed to be on this show with you or, you know, I can't believe I'm, I get to be in Boston for this conference or, you know, and, and along those lines, guys, uh, there's a challenge I'm issuing to the Elevate Nation. Everyone, if you can get a rubber band and put it around your wrist like I, I did right now. So I'm issuing the 21 day challenge. This is the uh, uh, I think Bill Bowen was the one who first created this. So it's a thought experiment I, I learned from Tim Ferriss. So for the next 21 days. Um, no sarcasm, no criticism, no complaints, no gossip. If that does happen and you're wearing a rubber band, you snap yourself to give you a little bit of, little bit of pain and you switch your bracelet and it goes to the other hand. And you can use one of those, you know, those rubber bracelets as well. But the goal is control your thoughts 
that will control your actions, your deeds, your character, and your destiny. And that's a quote from Lao, Lao Tzu, Chinese philosopher. So this will literally, sh it, it, it took me, I've done this challenge about three times so far. And the, the first time it took me eight months to do it. Because every time you mess up, you go to another hand. So to actually do it in 21 days in a row is, you'll find is actually difficult. Even though you think you're a very positive person, uh, Tyler, I would, I would challenge many of your audiences to really try this. And we realize so there's so much negativity with how we think. And so this will really help cultivate that pure, positive, uh, you know, uh, uh, growth mindset that we're all looking for. And I love how you started that whole discussion out about, you know, the quality of your questions, asking better questions. And, you know, we, I know we've both heard this and, and it really resonates with me. It's like the quality of your life is the quality of your questions. And it's not just the questions that you ask to others, which is obviously extremely important, but it's the questions that you ask yourself, you know, am I worthy of making this call? You know, maybe a subconscious thought, or am I worthy of having this conversation or whatever it is? Um, you know, there's so many different ways that we're having these sort of thoughts. It's like, wow, I like that. I like the action challenge. I think Elevate Nation has got to take that on. So, you know, replay that and, and implement that into your own life right now and, and elevate your results. So that, that's really good. So beyond that, you know, my last question is, how do you elevate others around you? Well, <laughs> uh, I, I think you gotta, um, I think you gotta really think about what they want. So uh, I'm trying to see what is it that my kids really need from me? What is it that my wife really, uh, what, is, what do they deserve? What are their love languages, right? So it's like looking at people's, you know, some people prefer praise, some people prefer gifts, some people prefer acts of service. And so I think we got to get out of our own heads, realize we're not that important and, and try to go out and serve others and, um, and do, it, do it genuinely, not because, oh, it's, it's a platitude or it's like lip service. But see if you can really help others succeed, help, help your family and your friends succeed. You know, be better than you were yesterday. And um, I, guess the, I guess really it's be the highest and best version of yourself. And that will help everyone around you. Yeah, if you pour your own cup to the brim, yeah. then you have the ability of pouring into others' yeah. cups, right? So that is, that's awesome. And, um, you know, it, it, the other thing too is just a great reminder of just – having perspective of other people, whether it's your primary relationship, whether it's your kids or people you're doing business with, you know, you can necessarily look at it as what is your, what are their love language? You know, not necessarily in business relationship, but it can translate. So you've, it's all about having that perspective. And that's a great, great reminder. And Vic, I mean, this has been an amazing time. I can't believe we've already kind of reached the end of our discussion, but I just want to thank you. I want to honor you because, because of who you are and how much you have really served our audience today. And um, if Elevate Nation wants to stay connected with you, how can they do that? Sure. Uh, our website is uh, uh, vikingcapllc.com. That's V-I-K-I-N-G-C-A-P-L-L-C.com. Uh, my email is V-R-A-Y-A at vikingcapllc.com. Um, and then obviously I'm on LinkedIn and, uh, you know, Facebook, Twitter, and all those kind of things. So you can, they can look me up. Yeah. And if you go Thank to vikingcapllc.com, you can also sign up for their investor newsletter. Um, you know, obviously they're putting out a lot of great opportunities and you definitely want to take him up on this because this is who Vic is. I mean, this is not, this is not a show. I mean, this is who he is day in and day out. And so 
I want to really honor you again. And I want to remind Elevate Nation, I mean, the biggest thing here is we've got to utilize repetition. I know I say it every time. I'm repeating myself because it is key. You've got to go back and listen to the show again. You've got to take notes. Look, he's issuing action challenges. He's issuing some deep and profound wisdom. So you've got to be able to implement that into your own life. So the biggest key is to you know, utilize repetition, take massive action, implement what you learned immediately because that's the best way to learn. And also beyond that, share this with a friend. You know, you've got to share this with somebody else who's really looking to elevate their own results uh, because this is truly their opportunity. And, and once again, Vic, thank you so much for being with us and uh, Elevate Nation. We appreciate you being here. We'll see you next time. Thank you, uh, Tyler. Um, you're a class act, man. I, I know this is going to go viral. Your podcast is is already, uh, you know, breaking records, and I'm excited to uh, be part of that journey. Thanks. Absolutely, my friend. Well, until next time, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to Elevate. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and pay it forward by sharing with a friend. Most importantly, take this opportunity to elevate your results by taking immediate action on what you learned. For more, visit tylerchesser.com.